You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 366th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Raphael, cool but rude, in Orlando, Florida. Hey, uh, this is Matt, a target employee who's also a vampire in Minneapolis, Minnesota. (laughs) And uh, this is Tim's greatest fear. Yes, it's Julian Alaphilippe from the Wolfpack in Massachusetts, US of A. Second greatest fear. A bottle of ketchup would be my number one fear, um, Interesting. as you know. Uh, at the top here, I do want to apologize. It's a brand new recording setup for, for me here in lovely Orlando, Florida. Um, we have the pictures up on the at the Slow Ride Pod Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And um, I do not like books. And the disdain on Little Guy's face when he saw that I was in a new room. <laughs> That had nothing on my new nothing bookcases. Oh um, man, I am I am he, nervous about the amount of echo. God doesn't have this much echo in his voice when he uh, starts talking from a mountaintop. I'm hoping, I, well, Tim. Well, I'm sure it's going to be beautiful. I'm sure it'll be, it'll be wonderful. But it's Halloween, guys. There's yeah. so much to discuss. That means it's time for me to dig into my kids' candy. Yeah. Mm. To lead us through our annual discussion the season roundup of the 2021 World Tour Men's Teams. It's when we go through the list alphabetically and rate the team to candy. Yes. Um, who's going to be Butterfinger this year? That's the question on everyone's mind. So, gentlemen, I'm going to start this off. Uh, head over to firstcycling.com, our preferred cycling web, uh, stat website. At the top of the list, AG2R from France, their BMC bikes, four mm. World Tour wins, 14 UCI wins, and a UCI ranking of eight. I'm going to dig in right now. <laughs> One of my favorite candies. to the candy paw. Reese's Pieces. Wow. The reason okay. I like it is because Reese's Pieces has a tendency to have a lot of brown pieces of candy within the bag. Okay. Okay. Um, it's not like the old school M&M's, which had a lot more um, candy, as we all know, that was tan or brown. Um, so Reese's Pieces is definitely the one I'm going with for AG2R. Um, Interesting. A top candy of mine. Um, maybe a little bit down on the year. I had them at 16 wins over under. Kind of missed. But uh, there you go. All right. Well, I mean, I, uh, I appreciate your optimism, and I'm sure AG2R does as well. I'm ranking them... Such a highbrow candy, I think, uh, in the grand scheme of candies. I kind of put them, you know, in the middle uh, where their UCI ranking left them, right about mid-pack. And uh, I'm going to assign them Almond Joy because I love almond you like it, but it's not your first choice. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's you not like bad. It? That's disgusting. My uh, w- When we were uh, trick-or-treating today, Spencer... Uh, uh-huh. they like a lot of the houses were like, Hey, go up and like pick a thing of candy. And 
well, the youngest came back with almond joy, and Sarah's like, "Go put that back." <laughs> you guys are crazy. I love almond joys, man. That's and you're proving my point. This was AG two R season. I was like, "Ooh, I want to like this," and mm-hmm. then you bring it home, and they're like, "No, take that back. Put it back in the trash where it belongs." Much like you're thinking, Spencer, I was gonna say they're they're like a Toblerone bar. Uh, you think it's gonna be maybe a little fancier, a little oh, better than it is, uh, and then when you're eating it, you're uh-huh. like, you know, I think I thought this was fancier before the season started, and now I can notice that it's it's a little cut rate for for. It's what really I used just the shape. Yeah, yeah. and uh. it, it's not really fancy <laughs> chocolate, but it kind of tricked you uh-huh. with its jersey um, at first. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that's fair. Well, that's uh, that's not too bad. Uh, up next, we have Astana yeah. rocking the Willier the Willier bikes. They had three World Tour wins, thirteen UCI wins, and finished the year in thirteenth out of twenty one yeah. teams on the World Tour. Gentlemen, Astana Premier Tech. Um, what do you got? Why don't we start with Spencer, little guy, and then I will bring <laughs> up Arrears. What do you got, Spencer? All right. Well, this one might be controversial. This is maybe my first big controversial pick of many. I am going with Butterfinger for Astana. Okay. Again, I also like wow. and the Yeah, so I figure there's a lot of people that do, and this is part of my rationale, is that you remember it being really good, and then you have it in 2021? It's not that good. <laughs> but you want it to be as good as it was, uh-huh. but it's not. Yeah, Vino Forever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, I got you. That's okay. Um, totally hard disagree on the uh, Butterfinger <laughs> to even think that it's something that you think you want. Yeah. Um, uh, little guy, uh, where are you on the old uh, Astana candy scale? Kind of the same idea again, Spencer. I think we're on the same wavelength tonight. Um, I'm going to give them Twizzlers because they're always around, oh. much like how for the last 35 years, if I get in my mom's car, there are some Twizzlers between the front seats. Uh, there's a bag of Twizzlers. You can just reach down and have it. And much like in cycling, if you turn on uh, Pro Tour, World Tour, whatever they're calling it, race uh, in the last 15 years, <laughs> you will see an Astana team. They'll be there. <laughs> All right. Basically the same kit. And, Identical. And, that, and, and, now, and now they got Vinokorov, so it's kind of like they're just as fresh as a bag of Twizzlers oh. in your mom's car. Yeah, I hope he comes um, back. So He's going to come back, right? He's going to ride next year. I'm going to go... <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Juju Fruits. Um, and the reason why is that uh, it is one of the worst candies. It's got a little, it's got the nice smell. Then you start chewing it. And before you know it, it starts to all un- unravel. You start losing cavities. You start, um, you know, you're going to need pulling to go get a root canal, out. pulling crowns out. <laughs> and it's kind of like, as soon as you start digging underneath the surface of what the Astana team really represents and, and who's there. Uh-huh. It kind of just unravels a little quickly, and it's uh, just somewhere that I uh, don't want to be. So that is uh, juju fruit for me. Um, Back over to uh, First Cycling. Up next, we have Bahrain Victorious, rocking Merida Bikes. They had 31 UCI wins, 16 World Tour wins, and they finished the UCI rankings in fifth place. Um, You know, overall, pretty solid year for the Brain Victorious team. And uh, little guy, uh, where do you put them on the candy scale? Ooh. You know, to me, to me, they're kind of like Mike and Ike's. I don't really like them. I don't think I'm going to like them. And then they get out there racing, and I did enjoy their racing this year. Uh, I don't like the team for a lot of reasons. 
huh. uh, just like Mike and likes, but I, I ended up enjoying enjoying the show they put on, much to my dismay. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm kind of a, in the similar route. I, I've always equated them to 100 grand bars. I love 100 mm-hmm. grand bars, but it's strictly the money here. You know, it's called the 100 grand. It's because, you know, Bahrain oh, needs yeah. to do a good amount of uh, sport washing, if you will. And what better way to uh, do that than just splurging all that money on the Bahrain um, team? So, uh, yeah, so I have got Bahrain Victorious as the 100 grand bar. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay, so you guys had different um, thought patterns than I did on this one. I, I guess I was just thinking um, my my main memory of Bahrain Victorious from this year was kind of the Tour de France debacle and the doping uh, allegations and the raids and things like that. And Warrant um, just crushing it. Yeah, and so I just uh, I equated them with Whoppers. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, solid. All right. Yeah, I I don't really have any more explanation other than that. Um, but uh, yeah, a lot of whoppers out of that team, so that's what I'm going with. Did you guys hear in the last week? It was about how uh, those hair samples that seemed like they probably came from the Bahrain team had traces of some uh, drugs that basically relax all your muscles, and uh, they're not uh, they're not technically UCI banned, but it does feel like a gray area um, the solid and gray i wasn't area. very solid gray area. now i wasn't very worried about this happening but i was worried that this will mean next year other teams will be so worried about getting caught for using this drug that everyone's going to have shaved heads and we're not going to get any good locks like good flowing <laughs> yeah. helmet locks like, oh if if pogachar shows up next year without the little helmet hair sticking out uh-huh. I think we we know why because he doesn't want anyone to be able to trace those hair samples. So conspiracy corner up, over there. That's a solid <laughs> one. Up next on the Bora Hansgrow, Rock and mm-hmm. Specialized, eight World Tour wins, thirty-one UCI wins, and a UCI ranking of six. Um, I'm on the clock here. Naturally, guys, this is just one simple. Pour one out. Mad respect to one of the legends of the sport um, moving forward. Of course, I'm talking about Peter Sagan and his love for the Haribo gummy bears. Yeah. So it is going to be a Haribo team uh, ranking for me. Is this one uh, unanimous? Yeah, I think Since it is. Our first I think unanimous? It has to yeah. be. Yeah, let's just move on. I don't think there's I, any I, way to do better. Yeah, I, I had that written down as well. It's it's the post-Roubaix snack uh, that you demand. So what else could it be? <laughs> so up next... Uh, we have Team Kofidis, the French powerhouse, with one World Tour win, 15 yeah. UCI wins, and finishing <laughs> the year in 15th. Rockin' mm-hmm. DeRosa bikes. Um, kind of a uh, uh, you know rough year, um, if you will, for the Kofidis team. But you know what? They still get in the tour no matter rough what. Decade. Um, rough decade. Rough two decades. <laughs> Maybe yeah, ever since decade. that, wait, what was it? That Bobby Julik podium? Oh man, that was. I wonder why. What was so different then? I think their their yeah. one World Tour win was uh, Giro d'Italia eighth stage for La Fay. Um, Dang. So there you go. Um, uh, Spencer, you're on the clock here uh, for okay. the candy of choice for Cofidis. Uh, yeah, so um, I went with Twizzlers. Um, for Kofidis, not only because of the red uh, color scheming crossover, but uh, did you guys ever, when you were a kid, um, take a Twizzler and kind of put it in your mouth so you had vampire fangs? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, good okay. Good point. Yeah, Kofidis is vampires. <laughs> that's yeah. that's the joke. That's a yeah, good no, joke. It's, it's, a, it's a good joke. I like it. Um, uh, little guy, uh, I never did Twizzlers as, vam- as uh, vampires. I just bit off the Twizzlers and drank through a can of Coke because um, mm-hmm. it's I'm a straw. I'm not surprised at all. Um, what, <laughs> yeah, what, no. What did what do you have Cofidis as? What's the French candy of choice? Man, I don't know anything about French candies, but thinking on the lines of old candies that have been around forever, I was thinking about Andy's mints. Um, oh. Always my grandma always was sliding one across the table, much like she was always <laughs> s- sliding some sort of Cofidis merch across the table to me. Uh-huh. Uh well been a big fan her whole, big, big fan since 1926 when she was born wow the andy's mints that's not bad uh, kind of similar vein little guy something else that's been around forever um that every now and like when you first put it in your mouth you're like oh this candy's amazing and then after about 10 seconds you're like it's really not that amazing um i just wish that i'd never uh, experienced this of course i'm talking about bitto honey um what's also great oh, about bitto yeah. honey is that it's only a dime. It still only costs like 10 cents to buy. So it's kind of like the entire payroll of Cofidis. Um, so overall, uh, Bitto Honey. Bitto Honey. That's fire. Uh, uh, for wow. Cofidis. Maybe what they should be paid, but they do like to pay out a lot at that team for some reason. <laughs> um, all right. So that was good old Cofidis uh, uh, there. Nice. Um, right. hurts. Um, up next, we have Declinic uh, Quick Step on Specialized 25 World Tour wins, 66 UCI wins on the year, and finished the year the top ranked team. Um, they do not have a women's team. Uh, and uh, uh, little guy, uh, where do you rank? Uh, oh. uh, what would you uh, give Quick Step? Thank you for coming to me first because obviously they're Skittles. Taste of the rainbow, man. Oh, dang. All right. All right. <laughs> Little guy coming with the heat. I can appreciate well, that. Well, the heat. So I've got two ways to go here. I mean, to me, this is quite simple. This is the house that hands out apples on Halloween, right? At the end of the day, like, oh, you know, like, like they're the dentists that tell you to like, bring your candy and we'll give you a new toothpaste. It's not fun. It's a horrible team. I want nothing to do with them. It's kind of mm-hmm. like the house that, you know, hands out apples or it's the house that has its light porch light on but doesn't answer the door. And it's just, you know, come on, not a fan. All right, all right. Um, so for me, uh, I knew this would be the hardest decision I had to try to figure out uh, to match up with candy. And at the end of the day, I, I couldn't separate team leadership, Patrick, Lefebvre from the riders. So I ended up choosing a candy for each of them because I think they each equally represent this team. So for Patrick Lefebvre, it's Sour Patch Kids. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Because, it's, you know, he's just a sourpuss about everything and uh, no fun and nobody wants to get those in their candy bag. Not in this house anyway. For the riders, however... They're certainly on the on that payday bar. Um, <laughs> that is a, a, a gravy train that they are riding, and you love to see it. Good for them. Uh, but uh, let's hope the uh, the sour patch uh, clears up sometime soon. Right on. It's not 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 too bad. Sour patch. Eh, I like sour patch kids. That's that's why I'm gonna uh, you know. Anyways, uh, EF Education Nippo of. 
riding a Cannondale, 11 World Tour wins, 16 UCI wins, and a UCI ranking of 14th. And I believe, gentlemen, this is my turn to go first again. Um, to me, I can't help it when I see it, when I see Vodders, and when I see those <laughs> hyper-color pink jerseys, uh -huh. I'm just thinking of nerds. The uh, classic candy, good. nerds, 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 just a bunch of nerds over there at Team EF. Respect yep, it. Yep. It's a solid candy. Mm -hmm. Mix that strawberry with the purple. Maybe get one of those boxes of EF candy, that are nerd candy that's like actually two colors. You can kind of mix up the, and it looks like the kit. Um, serviceable candy. Gives you a nice little high. You find it everywhere around the world. You know, it's kind of, mm -hmm. it's stuck in the couch cushions. Um, kind of like, oh, wow, I guess they're doing, uh, I guess they're doing Unbound now, you know? It's just kind of, it's everywhere. Um, so yeah, nerds. Good, good thinking, Tim. I was going to, kind of the same, I'm going to say they're Pez. Because uh, they're not oh. just bringing you candy, they're also bringing you uh, multi-dimensional races, the adventure races, the, the alt tour. They, they bring you something different, and they're kind of uh -huh. collectible at the same time. <laughs> I like it. That's a good thinking. Um, nerds was definitely one of my considerations for um, EF Nippo. Um, in the end, I went with Pop Rocks, which is pretty similar, um, mainly because the EF is really bringing the bringing the style, bringing the flavor, a lot of pop, not a lot of substance, um, but a lot of pop. I had to think about all the... Uh... The, the quality pop rock candies that are out there and all of the different uh, things. I'll give it to you. Give it to you this time around. <laughs> okay. Um, up next, we've got uh, Groupana FDJ rocking Lapeer. Uh, one win better than Kofidis with two World Tour wins, 23 on the year for UCI races. Number nine overall, Groupama FDJ. Mm -hmm. Spencer. Take yeah. us off. What do you think for this team? So, in my mind, uh, only one candy bar fits Groupama FDJ, and that is the Baby Ruth. Um, not only the bold color scheme with the majority white um, going on, but also it has all the ingredients mm -hmm. that you want, but it's just not that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, solid shout. Agreed. So, yeah, Baby Ruth. Too bad. Um, uh, a little guy, Baby Ruth, or uh, you got something else different up your sleeve? I say they're kind of kind of like a Kit Kat to me. You know, uh, a lot of different flavors, been around forever, and I imagine there's some sort of uh, very French Kit Kat variety I'm not aware of that perfectly matches the team that I haven't been able to find. You know, they make a strawberry tart or something, sweet potato. <laughs> they got it all. Okay. Yeah, the, you know, the, it's just kind of a not the most exciting um, team for me. As much as I want to like it, it's kind of like a good old box of Mike and Ike's. Um, you know, a variety of nationalities in there. You got some, uh, you know, the Swedes, the French, everything mixed in together, but just not anything that really pops. Gets stuck in the teeth a little bit too long, kind of like the existence of the team. Um, yeah, so, you know. <laughs> there I go. I'm just going to just go with the classic um, Groupama FDJ Mike and Ike. Okay. All right. Solid awesome. shout. Um, that, of course, brings us up to the next team, um, and that is the Ineos Grenadiers. 
on the Pinarello, 16 World Tour wins, 43 UCI wins, the number nine, number two team in the UCI <laughs> rankings. Um, apologies there. Uh, little guy, um, I believe you're on the clock for the Ineos Grenadiers uh, candy of choice. What you got? Th- that's easy. Payday. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Okay. The, their payday bar. I don't know what's in a payday bar, but I know if I go there... Yeah, well, I I was kind of the similar. I had um, uh, you guys know, uh, of course, the great candy um, sugar daddies. Yeah. Uh, oh. And, and uh, this is Enios <laughs> just kind of rocking the shitty the, the the sugar daddy train. Other countries call them sugar babies, you know, of choice. But there you go, yeah. the sugar daddies. Um, that of course is Enios. Um, there, there. All you right, are. all right. Uh, I went, uh, I, I, I struggled with this one as well with the hundred grand and the payday and it sounds like a, a long, a lot along the same lines as you, but in the end I ended up going with smarties, um, because they're always looking for those marginal gains They're They've got all the, all the guys, all the boys in the lab are really crunching the numbers, um, to make the small little pill that makes those guys go a little bit faster. Up next, we have Spencer's favorite team, Intermarché, Wanty, Gobert, Matro of Belgium, riding the Cube Bikes, three World Tour wins, 10 mm. UCI wins, finishing the year near the bottom of the UCI rankings in 16th place. I will um, start this one out, and, you know, gentlemen, to me, this one's pretty simple. It's just a good old-fashioned <laughs> raisinets. And here's oh. why. Oh, oh. One of the worst candies yeah, in the history of the world. It's, it's horrible. I love Raisinets. That makes sense. Uh, of course you would. You get the Raisinette. You, <laughs> you're like, ooh, it's chocolate. <laughs> and then you realize that there's still a Raisin in there, and you get really, really disappointed. It's kind of like this team. You're kind of like, eh, you know, you're mm. really a minor league candy. You, you shouldn't That's... be up here even in this conversation of best candies. No, um, no, 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 no. Yeah, just don't even hand it out. Worst candy Unfortunately, Intermarché Wanty has just does not um, wow. make. I don't Wanty yeah. raisinets. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Man, I I'm gonna say they're raisinets as well, and for the opposite reason, raisinets are delicious. They're oh my small. God. You don't you don't expect huge things from them, but you're always surprised <laughs> and delighted with the how unbelievably uh, delicious they are. Much like you're excited about how amazingly Euro. It is to see that Wanty kid out there. Just today, oh, I was watching the Overish or whatever uh, World Cup, mm-hmm. very much cheering for uh, Quentin Hermans uh, out there on the Wanty squad, taking it to the sauces, unfortunately, immediately after I uh, tweeted that I loved him from our account. He crashed and then had to pit and change his shoe, and it didn't work out in the end. The sauces <laughs> got him, and I immediately jinxed him, Tim, so I think some of your yeah. power is rubbing off on me. But man, that t- that team uh, just like a raisinette hits above their weight. Uh, Interesting. Ugh. This is this is big controversy they, between they had you two. A great Giro and Quentin Hermans is our only hope to take it to the sauces this year. Well, <laughs> yeah, basis. I suppose. Um, I'm going to try to settle down this this obvious fight that is brewing between you two. Um, I know our listeners can't see you guys, but you're like half standing, both of you, like arguing this raisinette's, uh, uh, you know rift um that is threatening to tear this podcast apart i can tell um and i'm going to give 
uh, uh, Intermarché warranty, a rating of Twix. Okay. And hmm. my reasoning for this is because when you look at the wins that Intermarché warranty has, the ones that jump out to you are Taco Vanderhorn. And whenever you see Taco off the front, you just want more. You want another one. You want it again. When he wins a race, you want it again. You want. You wish there was another one right behind it, just like the Twix. And the Twix gives you that. So you get the two bars in one. It's a it's a slam dunk for Intermarche. Not too bad. I, Twi- Fair. Yeah, Twix is pretty good. Um, I'm just I'm just totally rifling through my kids' candy as I'm recording this guy. So just, little guy, <laughs> you're gonna really have to edit a bunch of this out. Um, yeah, up next, uh, Israel Startup Nation. Um, I I believe I am on the clock. Um, Israel Startup Nation uh, is on Factor Bikes. Three World Tour wins, 24 UCI wins, and a UCI ranking in the middle of the pack of number 10. Um, to me, clearly, there's only one candy that matters here. And of course, that's Airheads, because they thought mm. it was a good idea to hire Chris Froome at a record contract, and it just <laughs> did not pay. And so, you know, sometimes you just got to splurge the money and just <laughs> just pay yeah. it. But um, Airheads for Israel Startup Nation. That's fair. Um, I have them down... Uh, kind of had that i mean it's hard to disassociate this team from their uh interesting contract choices um so much like tim i I had that on the brain and i went with um were there's originals um some (laughs) old old person candy for old people um it is the retirement home of teams it's retirement home candy and uh that is their ranking Open I remember that case in my book. I remember when we were bike messengers, we would go around and we'd always have, you know, different secretaries would have different candies. So you knew what was like the good candy to go. Oh, yeah. There were some like the Werther's originals, like were always the last candy taken. Okay. <laughs> like everyone's right. picking around it. That's true. Uh, same as you, Spencer. I was going to say they're snow caps because they are a retirement home and everyone's going to have white hair riding for that team. Pretty soon. <laughs> so. Makes sense. Um, up next, we have um, Lotto Sudal. Oh, Great no, no, team. No, you skipped one. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. Jumbo Visma. Yeah. Apologies. Jumbo yeah. Visma, rocking Cervelo bikes, 19 World Tour wins, 46 UCI wins, and a UCI ranking of number three. Um, and I believe that this is a little guy's uh, lead on this one. Uh, I'm gonna go with an O. Henry bar uh, because visually, what it works. <laughs> They're yellow with red and black. They are an O. Henry bar, and I love chocolate uh, <laughs> and uh, a peanutty caramel. So you can't go wrong with that. Yumbo y- Yumbo Visma, the 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 team of Wout and Roglic and and Vingard and and all these exciting racers, and you gave them an O. Henry. I think the O. Henry is a very uh, underrated candy bar. It's very, well, it's delicious. That's, I think that's great. I believe its name Jumbo is holding Fisma its is back. clearly an underrated team, little guy. <laughs> Not well. They were a few years ago. We were kind of all writing them off, and then now they're they're taking it to those. Uh, what did I say? Well, know, was. payday bars. It is uh, 2021, little guy, and I am it giving is. Jumbo Visma a ranking of Milky Way because, as we all know, all the stars are in the Milky Way, uh, wow. and all the wow. stars are on Yomovisma. The future is bright uh, no, over the there. The sky was dark. 
Yeah. And uh, basically, so, a Milky Way is everything you could ever want in a candy bar all in one. And that's what Jumbo Visa is. It's the Nougat, is. yeah. It's the, so here's, here's, you guys are both wrong. Here's where Jumbo <laughs> falls on the candy scale for 2021. And it's quite simple. It really is. The York Peppermint Patty, the silver medal of candy. It looks like a silver medal. They had a great marketing campaign years ago about getting silver medals in the Winter Olympics. Then you would chew a York peppermint patty. I can't think of anything more than Wild Van Art getting second place to Matthew Vanderpool all over the the, the place. Um, uh, Vingard, the aforementioned, uh, getting second place at the tour, the only race that seems to matter. Um, so there you go. Jumbo Visma is the York peppermint patty of the professional Peloton. Hmm. Um for this uh, past year. Now we're going to get into Lotto Sudal. Rock and Ridley bikes, eight world tour wins, 12 UCI wins, 18th overall. That makes it quite simple. When I think of Lotto Sudal, I think of red. And of course, mm-hmm. I am thinking of red vines. It may not, it's, mm. a, it's, a, it's a nuance from a Twizzler. Twizzlers get a little stale. Red vines, they're already stale. Like, you know, like that, 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 that thing's going to do a number on your teeth. Um, it, it's a, it's serviceable, oh, like a Lotto Sudal. It's red. It's good. Uh-huh. Um, you uh-huh. want it to be better, like Caleb Ewan. You want it to be a more exciting um, racing season. It just doesn't always come to fruition. Lotto uh-huh. Sudal, red vines of professional cycling. Wow. Yeah. Well, things that don't live up to expectations, I would say uh, Lotto Sedal is like a Cadbury cream egg. I liked him when I was a kid, much like I liked Lotto Sedal when I was a kid. Uh, uh-huh. But when I do have one now, it is not any good. <laughs> kind of gross, actually. Kind of way down at the bottom of the UCI rankings. Oh, oh. poor Cadbury cream egg. Um, they start on Campy, right? When I, uh, when I think of Lotto Sedal, I think of the off the front moves you know i think of the classic rollers on that team i think of of uh you know just the breakaways the you know trying for some kind of glory and not quite getting there um but certainly the rollers on that team are are the defining kind of image that i get so of course when i'm thinking rollers i think rollos and <laughs> rollos are going to be the team uh, the candy that represents Team Lotto Sedal for me. Um, I've never taken them with me on a bike ride, but I can't actually. Uh, I, I I can kind of see them being pretty good, as you can just pop one off uh, every once in a while when you need a little boost. So uh, could be could be a a pro tip there for our listeners. Oh, very nice. Up next, we have Movistar, Rockin' Canyon Bikes, three World Tour wins, 15 UCI wins, and a down year, finishing the UCI rankings in 11th place. Um, Spencer, you are first on the docket for Movistar. What do you got? Yeah, I'm I'm very curious to see if this is also a unanimous vote for us, um, because to me it was obvious, an obvious slam dunk choice here. I feel like uh, mine is obvious too, just for the record. So we will okay. see. Okay. All right. Well, I was thinking about what what do I feel about Movie Star this year, last year, the year before, the year before, every year. They come to every grand tour with three leaders mm-hmm. and they cannot decide, you know, who who the team leader actually is. So they go with a three pronged attack, which 
obviously lends themselves to being the three musketeers yeah. of candy bars. Yes. Oh. Yes, I think we're unanimous. Well, uh, Timmy, no, sorry. that's what I had down on my yeah. list. Oh. Right. Um, to oh, to me, it was, it was quite simple um, that I had on my list. And, of course, I'm talking about the atomic fireball. Um, the reason why is a couple of reasons. <laughs> One is it lasts forever. So this is the longest-running team in the professional peloton. I think they're at 40 years. Um, atomic fireballs, you have them. It's like basically a jawbreaker, but it's got some cinnamon. It's got some spice. Kind of, kind of makes you question everything you thought about a team. Makes you question everything that's going on, and they just can't get it together. And it's just uh-huh. nonstop fireworks in your mouth. The atomic fireball is easily the Movistar team of candy, and you know, if you just don't like it, you just got to like spit it out and just like continue on. And it's kind of like Lopez. He just kind of quit. You know, he just couldn't uh-huh. take it anymore. He couldn't take the heat. So he got out of the kitchen and it's an acquired taste. But man, is it wonderful. Little cinnamon on the. Oh, so good. I love it. Atomic Fireball all day for Team Movistar. Yeah. Little guy, I think we were okay. right. Yeah, I think so. I think we nailed it. Nailed it on that one. All right. Up next, we have. Team Bike Exchange, two World Tour wins, nine UCI wins, 19 on the UCI rankings. Um, What do you got, little guy? Ring pop. Bling. Oh, (laughs) pretty good. Also, I don't want a ring pop, and I don't want any bike exchange. So it's pretty (laughs) Pretty good. I like that. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Do we know uh, who their sponsor is for next year? Have they figured it out? Because I keep reading things. I feel like every other day it's a yeah. a different potential second uh, sponsor for them. No, we still I don't, don't know. Anything's hmm. come in. So I, that I, that then lines up pretty well with my uh, with my choice here because I'm I'm giving them the whatchamacallit uh, bar. Yeah. Okay. Um, for Team Bike Exchange or Green Edge or uh, Oreca or whatever it is now. So I've got them as Mamba Chews because they're just knockoff Starbursts. You know, like they're just, eh. It's like just doesn't do anything for me. The Mamba candy um, of choice. That's Team Bike Exchange. Uh, kind of forgettable, I think, for everybody here. Um, do you guys know call that, it, whatever. Bling Matthews has been just posting pictures of him and his daughter hanging out on Instagram. And he had a pretty good couple shots of them, like in their Halloween costumes together. He seems like a fun dad. Any yeah. whatchamacallits there? In the, in uh, the I don't think so. But mm. <laughs> yeah, they were just sort of mugging with them. <laughs> it's like hashtag team whatchamacallit. I was like, yeah. whoa, big sponsor. Up next, we, need we a have candy the, sponsor in the Peloton. We have the last place UCI ranked team. Of course, I'm talking about Team DSM from Germany riding mm-hmm. Scott Bikes. Five World Tour wins, eight UCI wins on the year. Woof. 21 on the Pro Tour rankings, as I was saying earlier. Team DSM, not the best year, gentlemen. Yeah. There's only so much Romain Bardet could do and Tease Benut. Um, But here we are once mm-hmm. again. And I believe that this is my chance to uh, come through. And I'm just going to go with the, with the classic uh, goobers. Uh, just don't really <laughs> do anything for me. It's just uh-huh. the goobers. It's just like, all right, mm-hmm. yeah, next. It's fair. Yeah. Okay. It's fair. Uh, I was going to say they're a take five bar because 
They're, you know, I love Take Five bars. Just for the record, my favorite candy bar. Really? If you're going it for a candy bar, it seems like a fine bar. I've never actually had one. It just it seems like they're always they're yeah they're just a weird team. I don't know. What do you uh, what do you got, uh, Spencer? You know, I, I I hemmed and hawed on this one because they're they're dead last team. They're doing the worst. I I didn't want to just like punch them when they're down um, with like milk duds which is what I was very much leaning towards. But in the end, I did go with Kit Kat, which I think could be controversial because I think mm-hmm. a lot of people like Kit Kats, but I'm just thinking about the classic tagline from Kit Kat. When I think about this team, I just think, oh, give me a break. <laughs> well, a lot of people think they're going to like Kit Kats, uh, and a lot of people think they're going to like riding a DSM. And then, you know, maybe after one or two breaks, they, they decide to leave, you know. You can break yeah. your contract up into s- s- little spots, it seems, as everybody, <laughs> That's true. you know, there's currently folks trying to exit it, exit the team early, uh, as usual. Tim's boy, T. Spanute, trying to leave. Come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Up next, we have Team Quebeca Next Hash riding BMCs, three World Tour wins, five UCI wins, finishing the year one step ahead of Team DSM. Of course... Team Quebec and Next Ash may also not be around next year. Who knows? Yeah, um, and I believe that we are now back to me taking the lead here. Um, and this one is quite simple. It's Fun Dip. And the reason why it is Fun Dip is that it kind of looks nice on the packaging. You're like, oh, it's pretty cool. And then you open it up. And you're like, this is literally raw sugar. There is nothing else that's actually <laughs> happening here. When you uh-huh. look under the hood, it's definitely just sugar. Um, you know, so I don't want to like, like we knew next hash didn't have any money. Um, and there we are. Mm. Fun right. Man, All right. I was, obviously they're a Rocky road bar, Tim. Um, I don't actually know what's <laughs> oh. in a Rocky road bar, but, uh, you can tell from the outside, some sort of goose inside of it. <laughs> nothing he wants there. It seems. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the, uh, that tracks, um, I uh, I maybe have a little more of a positive outlook on on Team Kubeka. Uh, I love their kits. I love some of their riders. Um, they obviously got done dirty this year as a as a team by I don't know the management or the structure or lack thereof of that team. Um, so I'm going to go with Swedish Fish uh, for Team Kubeka because you don't see them very often, but when you do, you're really happy to see them. You know. Mm-hmm. Solid points. And then up next, we have two teams left. Uh, Trek Segafredo, riding Trek bikes naturally. Two World Tour wins, 21 UCI wins with a UCI ranking of 12. A solid year. Uh, Spencer is on the clock. Uh, where are you going to put Trek on your candy scale? Oh, man. Um, so they're the classic. They're the standby. They're dependable, hardworking, um, really fills you up. They are the Snickers of uh, of the World Tour Pro Peloton. Um, they are just putting in the work day after day, and uh, you know, always always satisfying. Was that their thing? I don't know. Yeah, Snickers always satisfies. Um, and uh, solid solid point. Um, I like the workhorse reference. Uh, little guy, where do you have Trek? Can't find any potato-based candies. Uh, they're an espresso-covered. Uh, they're a chocolate-covered espresso bean. Right on. Good. I've got. Um, I can't have I, that many, but 
I've I've got them as the peanut M and M's of the professional peloton. My favorite yeah, yeah. Uh, can't or one of That's my fair. favorite candies. Um, yeah. it, it's great, serviceable. No one ever turns down peanut M and M's, um, and it's uh, always always uh, always a good time. Um, up next, we have the final team, UAE Team Emirates. Fourteen got, welter wait, wait, wait. wins. Before you do it, I got a joke about an M M&M. and M. Uh, just, just, okay. just. They're, <laughs> they're just like M and M. Say you drop an M and M, it just rolls away, much like if you let uh, Malema off the front. I didn't work that joke out. I'll fix it in post. Move on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, 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 I like yeah. where your head's at, though. Uh, UAE team Emirates, uh, fourteen World Tour wins, thirty-five UCI wins. Of course, the Tour de France winner and a UCI ranking of four. Um, little guy, you're on the uh, on the schneid here to uh, tell us where you rank UAE Team Emirates. Well, it's hard to think about anybody other than Pogue when you think about that team. So, of course, they're the Clark Bar. So think about a Clark Bar, think about Superman, and it's all connected <laughs> in my brain. Pogue Interesting. Is- He's Interesting. A, he's a Put some glasses on him, and I'd be confused. Wow. Oh man. Okay. All right. So I uh, I struggled with this one, this one as well because I I wanted to do some jokes. I wanted to use warheads or something. Um, yeah, I I was thinking warheads, but I I, I leaned away from it. Yeah. 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 Same. Um, because I, I do got to respect the tour win, uh, the dominance of Pogue, the next coming of Eddie Merckx, whatever you want to say about him. Um, and I do got to give them a quality candy um, for for the um, results that they've had this year. Uh, and uh, and I went with the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, which are probably the best candy out there. So you did a good job of separating results from your rankings from like how you feel. Whereas for me, it's just like they're the Butterfinger. Like, yes, Pokecar was the best rider out there, but clearly they're my Butterfinger. Like I just... Don't really want anything to do with them. Kind of just like, Meh. you know, like I yeah. hand them off to someone else. It's just, they're my butterfinger. Um, and there you have it. I got to admit, guys, this is, uh, we really just absolutely crushed this um, once again for our annual Halloween takes on the and uh, world tour. This year, racing. for the first time ever, little guy didn't throw in a bunch of weird vegan candies that no one's heard of. Yeah, that's, no. uh, that's, that's quite right. <laughs> Um, I didn't just things I found in the at the co-op. No, I didn't mention any of the candies I actually eat. <laughs> Let's check in with um, friend of the pod and multi-time candy bar enthusiast uh, Bling Matthews to see how things are going in his offseason on this week's Primlap. What up? This is Tom Skoyinch. And you're listening to this low ride podcast. All right, guys, here we are in the Prem Lap. Once again, we'd like to thank all of the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head over to wideanglepodium.com where you can learn about our family of shows and you can also visit the shop function and you can get your very own episode 300 limited edition t-shirts we saw a bunch of them at cross races across the country so far this year um please continue to uh, support the pod through that or you can go to grimper brothers and get some grimper brothers wide angle podium coffee by going to wideanglepodium.com slash coffee and finally buckler skincare with their amazing miracle wap chamois cream check it out 
at bucklerskincare.com. The tingle is the miracle. Click for the eight ounce tub of the miracle wap chamois <laughs> cream. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, thanks again to all the supporters of the network and all the other shows on the network. If you haven't already check out a few of the other shows, I know, uh, Grodio just uh, uh, unloaded a new gravel scene update over there on their uh, feed. And uh, we've got tons of other stuff going on with and Swift I Racing. Know, and I know Criterium Nation is going to be throwing down pretty soon here with Into the Lion's Den, which we're going to talk oh, for about sure. after the break. For so. sure. They're going to have a lot about that. And Bill has been cranking out work over on Cyclocross Radio as well as over on the YouTube channel wideanglepodium.com slash youtube or youtube.com slash wideanglepodium whichever you prefer we'll get you there to the channel check out all the stuff we're putting out over there fantastic stuff and gentlemen let's get back to the show I'm Ellen Noble and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast And here we are. Let's get to some listener emails. Make sure to always email us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com where all emails are gratefully received. And we have two quick ones to us. The first one comes to us for the aforementioned in the lion's den, an email from Joe Fabris of a nice starting line photo of a stacked women's field. Um, talk about that momentarily. And then friend of the pod, Ken McKisson sends us a screen grab of the Western Colorado Bicycles and Gears Classifieds. It is a 1993 Klein Rascal with a Horizon Linear Fade. So for those that are wondering, that is the purple fade. So it goes purple to pink on the nice horizontal um, axis, paint axis. It looks wonderful. It's got a mission control bar and stem. Yeah. I know you guys are wondering how much it's going for. The asking price in Fruta, Colorado. Got a probably a strong bike market there in Fruta, Colorado. Thousand bucks. Sixteen hundred. So the Ooh. so the Klein the Klein Rascal uh you know market now is at sixteen hundred. This thing's in pretty mint condition. Um, uh, the Rascal is it's my a seventeen favorite. inch too. Uh, it's it's a slightly little, on the small side, but I'd yeah. take it. Oh yeah, <laughs> but it has the matching. It has the matching um, anodized crank set too, though. Like it's it's oh, got yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's beautiful. This is a good looking Klein. Sixteen hundred's pretty, you know. The Klein Overall index continues to climb. Um, we got it, guys. We got to We got to do. We got to go to the Trek factory and really just investigate. I think we should do a live podcast serial style. We're yeah. like we're we're going there trying to find the secret Klein room where they keep that. Tent. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh-huh. Now, maybe even better. There's the uh downstairs. there's some like suburban, like kind of track housing over there. Um, nearby. Maybe we buy one of those houses. We, mm-hmm. we start an Indiegogo or something Buy buy one of the houses, start tunneling in the basement <laughs> underneath towards the track. Like we're going to have to go under the world cup course and we're going to mm-hmm. head towards the factory. We're going to, we'll probably hit the underground Klein bunker. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's definitely near the secret bar. We're going to have to Ocean's Eleven this thing. It is a little like concerning a when we talk to folks out at the Trek World Cup and various people we've gotten to know over the years, and there's really no mention mm-hmm. of clients. 
we're the only mm-hmm. ones that keep bringing it up. Mm-hmm. But the the Klein index is soaring, sixteen hundred bucks for a Klein yeah. Rascal. Um, I mean, we we've, we've sent them our dossier. We've sent them our business plan for <laughs> Klein. Like uh, we have a marketing manager, a communications guy, and an operations yeah. and a salesperson. Oh all yeah, right within just, this podcast, yeah. we're ready to launch that brand to the moon. I think uh, I think the problem Elon is they Musk, just don't they don't like out, money. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. Like here we come. Yeah, yeah. like they just don't know they what don't to like do with money. all the money that they would make off of this um, idea so maybe we got to get back to our drawing board but um oh man so good well we're um, just gonna end we're we're gonna have to revise it a little bit for 2021 we're gonna have to throw in some stuff about nfts in there into our business plan we're gonna have to throw in a few things about uh ether coin or whatever it is and uh um you know i think they'll they'll just realize that this is this is the next big thing, and they're going to have to get on the hype train and um, you know contract us out to uh, take the brand to the moon to the next level. So, oh god, we'll, we'll get it done. Um, up next, <laughs> uh, what we've got to uh, discuss before we get into little guy's epic bike story um, is a little bit about the into the lion's den crit from Legion. Um, Spencer, how was it? Who won? What was going on? Uh, for the men's race, it was Justin Williams. And for nice. the women's race, it was, uh, 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 Olivia Ray, I believe, uh, rally. Oh, nice. So rally taking the win on the women's side and then Legion taking, it was a one, three, I believe, right. With a, uh, Trinity racing in second place. Uh, US yep, I, I saw that, uh, podium photo there with the, uh, stars and stripes resplendent on the podium, uh, with the Trinity logo across the front. Not a Legion logo, as uh, as uh, as you know, some people on this podcast have have oh, yeah. claimed so, everyone had to wear a Legion jersey, which is weird. No, I said they had to wear a city jersey, right? So unless they paid money to not get it, right? That's that's what I had heard. So, anyways, congratulations on the whole thing. I can't wait to get to the bottom of it by learning more on watching some slickly produced videos and listening to Criterium Nation, which I'm sure was there with the full coverage. Um, but fantastic to see equal you, mega uh, pay, payout prizeless. Fantastic yeah. stuff. And the premiums were super good too. Yeah. Um, I thought they did a good job with those, but did you see that, uh, Corey Williams was live streaming from his GoPro in the onto, race live onto Twitch, I believe onto YouTube, onto everywhere. Yeah. Oh, it was nice. great. It was, uh, you know, it was like being in a bike race. So it's not always like, uh, something cool happening every moment, but it was, a uh, very cool perspective to see live. Um, you know, Velon produces those uh, uh, videos after the fact from Tour de France stages from the guys they put uh, GoPros on the bikes of or whatever, and it's always the most compelling footage, but it's always after the fact. And I don't know what the blockage is. I mean, we know it's all politics. Um, why ASO can't get that footage onto the actual television coverage for the Tour de France. But uh, it was pretty rad that Corey Williams was just like, well, we can just do this <laughs> and just did it. And it was live as it was happening. You could be Corey Williams in the pack and see how he races a bike. It was rad. No, super cool. And I'm definitely going to yeah, be he, checking it out. So I would have done some things a little differently than he did. I mean, it's just me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, you'd have got yeah, dropped yeah. a little I mean, earlier yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would have got dropped a little earlier. <laughs> No, it was great. I got muscled off a few wheels. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much all of them. All of them. Yeah, no. Yeah, 
Yeah. I just want to hear people being like, I can't believe you let that wheel go at that one point. And then, you know, it's like, what? There are some you? pretty hilarious messages in the chat <laughs> <On> the, <laughs> from on very the, professional bike racers who knew what yeah. they were talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> on the women's side of things, uh, Olivia Ray mm-hmm. taking the win over Kendall Ryan of Legion and Amy Peters of Team SD Works. In 16th place was Skylar Schneider. Um, and that was uh, Justin. Williams uh, taking the uh, victory, sorry, um, in the men's race, as mentioned earlier. So fantastic stuff all the way across the board. Um, excited to see. Uh, not really a segue here, but um, the, the hot off the presses news is that Oleg Tinkoff has like a $500 million yeah. like, uh, tax fraud. That uh, So shout out to <laughs> Tinkoff Credit Systems. Um, and... Uh, you know, remember how much flack he used to give uh, Sagan? Now he's going to have to go to Sagan to get bailed out um, of the, <laughs> the, the amount of money this guy owes. Uh, well, hopefully he's got a lot of offshore accounts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> convicted of tax fraud. Um, one year suspended jail sentence. Amazing um, stuff. Uh, well, it's a very so, fair justice system we got. $500 million suspended sentence? Yeah, it seems fair. It seems fair. Yeah. Now, uh, Spence, uh, sorry, little guy, uh, we're on the clock here, but I want to hear about your amazing bike purchase situation. Okay. Do you guys know what a Kirk Precision looks like? No. No. Okay. Google it real quick. All our Is listeners. it a soft ride? No. Kirk, Kirk, K-I-R-K, Precision. Does it have anything to do with soft ride? No. Yeah, see, there we go. It's a hard ride. Okay, okay, so these were these were magnesium frames. <laughs> That's definitely a hard ride. <laughs> in the yeah. in the in the late like mid to late eighties through early-ish mid nineties, they existed. Uh, okay, they were kind of like a huge a huge big thing for a moment, and they had some problems that didn't pan out. But define TVM did ride huge, them for a while. Define huge thing. Well, I yeah. I think they were a big thing in that that it was a point when like new materials were coming in. And and uh-huh. the guy uh, Frank Kirk who came up with it sort of really build it as this amazing low cost and like environmentally friendly though there's some questions about that it takes a lot of electricity to make magnesium um, uh-huh. thing and they were supposed to be so low cost and super light and you know whatever they were like a, a remember, for a moment uh, they were like a lot a, of like, people were making cow. magnesium bikes there for a while and uh, I seem to remember a lot of them cracking. They have their problems, and these these are very early. I mean, this is before. Okay. There's like a there's a newish magnesium company in Australia, and I forget the name, but hmm. magnesium is pretty crazy. But anyway, magnesium aside, so it's a very fun. Yes, so it's a very very singular looking bike, and I've never seen one in real life. And I'm riding okay. down the greenway the other day, and I look up one of the like embankments in the side, and there's uh, a setup of someone who's definitely camping out there, definitely living out there. They got a tent and they've got a bunch of bikes around it and mm-hmm. there's a Kirk precision sitting there and I ride by and I'm like, that can't be a Kirk precision. I've never seen a Kirk precision in my life. I, I go up to the nearest street and to ride by it so I can like look down from the bridge uh-huh. and sure enough, it's, it's a Kirk precision and I'm just like, that's amazing. <laughs> and so my, my how first assumption is, how do you approach this person? Well, well, I'll tell you my first assumption is, and, and this is, me being biased, my first assumption is this: this is a stolen bike. There's a huge uh-huh. pile of bikes here. 
There's a stolen bike, right? So I think about it for a day. I roll by one other time, and there, I don't see anybody around, but it seems like there's someone in a tent, and I'm not just going to, like, yell at somebody. I go back two days later. There's a guy sitting out a couple feet away from, like, a tent. He's got a boombox. He's got a ton of bikes, and he's working on a bike. And I'm like, hey, man, is that is that weird white white bike over there? Is that yours? And he's like, what? Yeah, that's mine. And I was like, the Kirk? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, do you want to sell it? Assuming that this is just some stolen bike mm-hmm. that the guy will take 20 bucks for. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I can't sell the Kirk. It's I got too much money in it. And I was like, are you sure you don't want to sell it? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, no. I don't want to sell it. It's got too much sentimental value for me. And I was like, okay. really? My assumption was this is stolen. I end up talking to this guy for like 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Uh He's just like super down on his luck guy who uh, lost his job during COVID, uh, ended up losing his place, uh, is out on the streets, uh, and has formerly been a mechanic at some point, and has this Kirk that is like his dream bike and doesn't want to move it on, obviously, to some jerk like me who's offering him mm. nothing for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, my, the last thing I expected was somebody who was just like, yeah, he's like, oh, man, those things are great. They're magnesium. We end up just like nerding out about bikes for all this time. When I'm going in, just assuming this is a bike some dude stole hot and I'll buy buy it for nothing and I'll try to find the owner. And I end up having this nice conversation with this guy uh, who, yeah, it sucked. I was like, man, this sucks. This guy's, uh, not that it sucks, wouldn't suck anyway, but just that like, uh, then I felt like a total ass for offering this guy nothing for his like extremely gorgeous vintage rare bicycle um, Uh at this point. and it was a it was a weird thing. I got put in my place, and uh, I felt like a privileged <laughs> asshole. And um, you tried you tried anyway. bike swapping him, is what you did. Well, I I tried bike swapping him because I assumed. I mean, you, ha- you we've all experienced. You see a bike that looks like it's down on it's down on its luck, and you're like, I think that bike probably came from somewhere a little shady. And you offer somebody nothing for it, and they take it, and you're like, Yeah, that's a shady bike. And you either find the owner, or you end up mm-hmm. with a weird bike. Uh, and I ended up just feeling like a jerk uh, for for making the assumption on this dude. Um, yeah, but, I, uh, but you probably way, also I, made I, his day. You probably also made his day by talking about some Kirk Precisions. I, that he's like, "Wow, yeah. you're the only person in the Twin Cities that knows about this bike that knows about magnesium." Well, yeah, he so was like, great. "He's like, no man, that's my bike. That's my like around town bike." And I was like, "What?" Um, but anyway, kind of crazy. Blew my mind. Uh, I'm wishing him all the best. Uh, and you know he's just out there like actually like doing repairs uh, for other people who are like uh, currently without a home and are out there. He's just like fixing flats for like fifty cents to a buck for other people who are like uh, trying to get around um, and are down on their luck right now. So definitely put me in my place, and uh, but it was pretty sweet. And it was just it was a crazy it was a whole crazy thing, and it kind of blew my mind. Well, I appreciate you sharing the story and uh, the the experience. Um, Cool to see. And that would classify as another Greenway story. So uh, way, yes. to, way to keep it up. <laughs> good yeah. Greenway sightings. And the craziest bike I've ever seen on the Greenway. In the, and, and then in like a context that I didn't expect. Like not. Anyway. This is a really weird bike. Everybody wow, Google it right now. Oh, it, it's a pretty uh, sweet looking thing. Um, then the final news story that I had for the week, gentlemen, was Remco in Lawrence, Kansas. Um only did the 60-mile Belgian wafer ride. 
Kind of bummed, baby. Kind of bummed by that. I was a little. Come on, and he only got sixth place. Um, I, I thought How even just like off for pizza. That's right? a good question. Um, no pictures yet of anybody uh, trying to have the him sign a pizza box. I thought would be like if if I was coming across Remco, I'd get either my book it pin from being oh, yeah. when I was a kid with the Pizza Hut free book um, pizza thing, or I would have him sign a personal pan pizza, um, and then I would just <laughs> never throw out that pan pizza. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, yep. Guys, you guys, we've been recording so long. We started on Sunday night that it's already uh, mid-afternoon Monday, so we we actually got to watch the Koppenberg cross while we were doing the show here. Totally didn't oh, do this yeah. before. Koppenberg, uh, <laughs> did you guys feel that Elizabeth had a really great ride? Oh, yeah, it was obvious. Um, domination. I, you know, I was surprised to see it, but I love to see it. Um you know, it's just the kind of uh, the smart racing that I, I really appreciate. What, what I, yeah, there was a lot of firepower um, out there. It just really just, when they took it to the next level, it was, um, and really threw the hammer down is what really uh, set it apart. And, th- and I think my favorite part was that um, at no point were, you know, what was their victory a luck uh, from luck, you know, like it was, it was pure no. firepower. Yeah. I was really surprised that, uh, Dieter got that flat, you know, uh, it really, uh, it really, it really changed the, the race. When, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and when, um, Lars Vandehar crashed, oh boy, oh, yeah. I thought it was over. Yeah. Me <laughs> when too. they, when, um, two nerds was climbing the actual Koppenberg, I was like, they got to have a motor in that bike. Like it's coming oh, yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Well, yeah, it's crazy the biggest race recap we've done in a long time. And I guess it's because we just watched it all together while we were doing the podcast. It was, yeah, it was a yeah, lot of fun. Definitely. I think maybe yeah. we should put up a a live track um, maybe on YouTube somewhere where someone can go check that out. But uh, mm-hmm. absolutely a fun time. <laughs> yeah. um, well, gentlemen, with that, we're going to wrap up this week's episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. Make sure you email us at theslowridepodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on e- on Instagram and Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Many thanks to Buckler Skincare for their continued support with the Miracle Wap Chamois Cream, and Grimper Brothers for their one of a kind exclusive Wide Angle Podium coffees by going to wideanglepodium.com/coffee. And with that, this is Tim in Orlando. This is Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Massachusetts reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. Spooky audio quality today. Woo. <laughs> Dear cycling friends, 
we accept the fact that we have created the premier gravel and road racing podcast. And we don't think you're crazy to ask us who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us, in the simplest terms, in the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a hobby blogger, a gravel pro, and a curious newbie. And you can find us on the Wide Angle Podium Network. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, the Grodio Podcast.